What's up, everybody? You are now tuned in to the second episode of 80 Sports, and I just want to thank everybody for tuning in last week, for all your kind comments, for all your feedback, for everything. I just want to say thank you for that, and I want to go ahead and get into the preview of what we're going to be talking about today. So obviously today is a huge deal, huge deal. National Championship game is going on today at 7 o'clock in New Orleans. Sadly, I will not be there because I have class, but I am going to talk about who I think will win, and I'm going to tell you exactly why I'm going to give you some stats on that. Also, we're going to talk about Kyle Kuzma's big road breakout, and I'm going to answer the question if he proved himself or not. We're also going to talk about me ad not the other ad making a special appearance at the lakers and rockets game it is my first nba game and i'm very excited about it so i'm going to talk about who i think will win that game and why we're also of course going to talk about the whole reason why this episode is called the comeback kid pat mahomes did exactly what he needed to do this weekend also the titans did exactly what they needed to do this weekend um, the 49ers did exactly what they needed to do this weekend, and we're going to talk about Richard Sherman asking the million-dollar question. We're also going to talk about the Green Bay Packers. But as for right now, let's roll the theme. 80 Sports. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Tranquility base here. The Eagle has landed. I'm introducing a new segment today that's called What's Going On? Hey, so what's going on? Oh, don't even worry. AD is about to tell us. In this segment, I'm just going to basically give a recap of everything that happened with a lot extra. So there's so much to cover in this segment. So let's just go ahead and get into it. So I think the most important thing to start off with, obviously, is the national championship game today. LSU is taking on Clemson, the reigning champ, and who is also riding a 29-game win streak. So that's definitely some type of pressure on LSU there. But this will be the two teams' four-time meeting, and each team has three national championships. LSU is ranked number one in the country, and Clemson is number three. Let's get into the meat of this matchup, so to speak. So LSU's passing offense is number two in the league, and Clemson's passing defense is number one in the league. But the LSU wide receiving core is the toughest that Clemson has seen the the big key for Clemson defense right now is to try and find a way to lock up Thaddeus Moss. Thaddeus Moss has 42 receptions this season for 534 yards. So if they can find a way to stop him, maybe they can make something shake. But other than that, I think the I think LSU definitely has them beat offensively up against that defense. A defense that's ranked number one in pass defense, but hasn't played as many top 10 teams as LSU has. So I definitely think LSU has them beat there. Another factor is going to be LSU's pace and tempo on offense, which is a lot faster than what Brent Venables is used to, the defensive coordinator for Clemson. So I think if he can't figure out their tempo, then their pace, then they can't get out those right defensive plays that need to happen in order to stop players like Thaddeus Moss from doing what they do best. 
But LSU's defense may struggle with one of the best quarterbacks in the country, Trevor Lawrence, and one of the best running backs in the country, Travis Etienne, who has 18 touchdowns, which is two more than Carlos Hyde. So there's definitely no doubt that this game is going to be a very um, back and forth. I think it's going to be a very high scoring game because both offenses are very, very strong. So I'm definitely expecting a very high scoring game. And I'm really excited to see it because I think we're watching two phenomenal quarterbacks go head to head two quarterbacks who are going to be in the league soon. So it's exciting and I'm very excited. So that's happening tonight. 7 o'clock, if you're not in New Orleans, it will be on ESPN. Sadly, I won't be in New Orleans, but I will be watching. With all that being said, make sure you follow 80 Sports 14. That's the Twitter handle, 80 Sports underscore underscore on Instagram. And be sure to tell me your picks for today. Um, most of my um, fans, I guess I can call them fans, are from Louisiana. So I'm sure all of you are going to pick lsu but be sure to tweet me your tweet me your picks because i always want to see it and my pick is lsu but i will get more into that when i go to you know the future segment switching gears now to the nfl divisional round wrap-up y'all football is crazy this season honestly i think that's the best way to put it like this entire season has just been insane and the playoffs are just wrapping it up nice with the craziness and insaneness and the unpredictableness and it was intense i honestly thought okay wildcard weekend happened there's no way they're gonna top that well they topped it with all of this stuff that happened so let's just go ahead and get right into that the 49ers defeated the vikings 27 10 making this their first playoff win in six years i don't think many people are surprised by this um I, I had said that maybe the Vikings had a shot, but uh, honestly, I don't think anybody really believed that. But um, the 49ers, they they did win. But Jimmy G, I'm, I'm still not overly impressed with him. He only had 11 completions for 131 yards and one touchdown and one interception. So the defense in the run game really held it down. Richard Sherman did have a good night. He had one interception. So the defensive run game, they won the game. Tevin Coleman had 22 carries for 105 yards and two touchdowns. And I just don't know if that's enough to win the Super Bowl. You know, I don't know if it's definitely impressive that the run game and defense is so strong that they can you know, essentially win a game like that. But I feel like if Jimmy G doesn't start carrying his weight more, then they're they're not technically well-rounded enough to win the Super Bowl. The big question is, is will this be enough to stop Aaron Rodgers? So Aaron Rodgers led the Packers to a 28-23 win over the Seahawks with 16 completions for 243 yards and two touchdowns. Offensively, the Packers seem to be stronger than the 49ers because Aaron Rodgers, he, yes, he has a good running game and he has a good receiving core. And he's also putting the ball out there, making plays, doing what he needs to do, as he always does. So he's definitely stronger than Jimmy G in that aspect. 
But I definitely believe that the 49ers defense is a lot stronger than the Packers defense because the Seahawks almost came back there. So I definitely think the Packers defense has some weak points in there. They did hold them off and Aaron Rodgers got in there and did what he does best. But it's all about will it be enough? And I think that's on both ends. So tweet me and let me know what you think. I know I definitely have um, a friend that is like a full-on cheese head and he's he just doesn't he, they, he thinks they're ready this year so if you think the Packers are ready if you think the Packers aren't ready then let me know because I'm very on the fence about it and I can't I can't really pick a side because I feel like both teams are incomplete in their own different ways so it, it just depends the, the 49ers they have their days so if Jimmy G is on next week then they're gonna win for sure but if he's off then well, you know how that goes. But definitely let me know who you think will win. The 49ers take on the Packers on Sunday at 540 at home in San Francisco. And it being a home game may give them some home field advantage. The Tennessee Titans are really sneaking into the Super Bowl and collecting goats like Infinity Stones. First they took out Tom Brady, then they took out Lamar. Nobody saw that coming. Nobody was expecting the Titans to stun the Ravens 28-12 Saturday night. Ryan Tannehill had seven completions for 88 yards and two touchdowns, but that's not the impressive part. Derrick Henry had 30 carries for 195 yards. Um, My brother actually said if Derrick Henry gets over 125 yards, game's game's over. And he was absolutely right because the game was over. Lamar Jackson this is the craziest part. Lamar Jackson had 31 completions for 365 yards and one touchdown, 20 carries for 143 rushing yards. Lamar Jackson statistically went off. He went off, but they could not win the game. And I think that was because Jackson also had three turnovers, two were interceptions, and one was a fumble. So the Titans' defense... They pretty much just beat up on Lamar, and they stopped the run. They stopped the pass. It's like Lamar had really nowhere to turn. So it was kind of rough to watch because I, I have been saying, though, I've been saying this is not Lamar Jackson's year. Yes, I think he's an amazing quarterback, but this, this particular year is not the year. So... I'm not really surprised. Well, I am surprised that the Titans are the ones who took him out. But I'm not surprised that the Ravens didn't make it all the way. But I am definitely surprised that the Titans are really just sneaking their way in there. Their record is 9-7. and seven. I didn't even realize that their record was 9-7 and seven until I was doing my research today. And I was like, oh, they really are sneaking on into the Super Bowl like they're really trying to get there but they're not going to make it past Pat Mahomes they're not going to if the Chiefs can figure out a way to stop Derrick Henry then Ryan Tannehill just can't get it done I know I said that last week against the Ravens but they didn't find a way to stop Derrick Henry so my point still stands but the Chiefs let's discuss the Chiefs because the Titans have to take on the Chiefs in the AFC Championship next week and let me tell you something let me tell you something 
the Kansas City Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. And the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl because Pat Mahomes is hungry. He's hungry. It's like that trophy is drenching ketchup because he wants it. And he wants it bad, man. And you can tell because they came back from a 24-point deficit. 24-0. and 0. And then he turned it on. Straight like that. Turned it on straight like that. Because that's what he does. He's Pat Mahomes. He's the greatest. He's the greatest. And I'm not saying this because I'm I'm a fan. I'm not biased. I am definitely 100% biased. But the Kansas City Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. So the Chiefs won 51-31 Sunday after a horrible start. A horrible start. So Houston... Jumped out with a 7-0 lead after a 54-yard pass to a wide-open Kenny Stills. I was watching that. I was like, oh, no. This is not good. This is this is not good. I don't like for games to start like this for the team that I'm rooting for. And then there was a blocked punt by, that led to a Texas touchdown. And I was just like, what? What is happening? I don't like this. Then Tyreek Hill fumbled a punt. And I'm assuming this was the moment that a Chiefs fan decided to get up and leave out of the stadium because later after the game we saw reports of, well, Patrick Mahomes answered. He was talking to the Chiefs fan, and he said, next time, watch the game at home. Since you gave up on on us like that, watch the game at home. I'm not going to lie to you, though, Pat. I gave up a little bit too. My tweets, my tweets are very um, give upish. <laughs> I definitely gave up a little bit, but it doesn't matter because after a 58-yard punt return by McCole Hardman, Pat Mahomes turned it on. The Chiefs scored 28 unanswered points before the half. Before the half, the game, they didn't have to go in the locker room and have a powwow for Patrick Mahomes. To be like, okay, let's play for real. They did it before the half. They got it together before the half. Only Pat Mahomes can do that. Man, if you're a Pat Mahomes hater, you you can't listen to this podcast because I, I'm a fan. I'm getting his jersey. I already have a Travis Kelsey jersey, but I, I want a Pat Mahomes jersey. And actually, I just want, I want a custom shirt that has him with like a bottle of ketchup. And it's just like Pat Mahomes. I don't want it to say anything. I just want it to say Pat Mahomes because that is a tweet. That's all you need. The Chiefs became the fifth team to come back from a 24-0 deficit in the postseason to win. Tony Romo even said, and I was listening and I thought it was funny. Tony Romo said, Kansas City is the most dominating offensive team in the league. Period. Yes, Tony Romo said period at the end of his statement. I'm not adding that. I swear he said it. I heard him say it. And I could not agree more because Pat Mahomes had 23 completions for 321 yards and five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. Travis Kelsey was playing through an injured hamstring, had 10 receptions for 134 yards and three touchdowns. Come on now. An injured hamstring? That's a big deal. 
and he's just out there balling like that and you want to tell me that the that the Chiefs don't have the strongest offense in the league come on now this man is balling through a hamstring injury a hamstring injury come on now come on the Chiefs defense even stepped up they sacked Watson five times which is very impressive because Deshaun Watson he can get out of a sack if he can't get out of anything else he can get out of a sack they don't call him the Houston Houdini for nothing that man can get out of a sack they did struggle to lock up D-Hop a little bit but you know they got it done they got it the Texans stopped being able to answer they stopped being able to answer points as well. The score ended up being 51-31. to 31. So the Chiefs definitely turned it on. And if they play like that next week, there is no way the Titans can beat them. There's no way. There's no way the Titans can answer, can respond to the type of offensive output that Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and company put out. There's no way. If you are rooting for the underdog, I hate to tell you, but I don't think, I don't, I just don't see it. Like, if it's not obvious, I pick the Chiefs to win next week because I don't think the Titans have an answer to that type of offensive success. But hey, somebody's got to be great. Right, Deshaun Watson? Yikes. The Chiefs take on the Titans in the AFC Championship next Sunday at 2.05 in Kansas City. Keep in mind that Kansas City has the loudest stadium in the league. So, uh, they stopped Derrick Henry. They have the loudest fans. Patrick Mahomes keeps doing what he did this week. Yeah, the Titans definitely not going to win that game. But enough of my biased opinion on who I think is going to win the Super Bowl, even though it's not even biased. It's, it's just facts. But let's switch gears to a basketball. This weekend, I'll be attending my first professional basketball game, and I am so excited. I'm going to the Lakers versus the Rockets game. So, of course, you know I'm going to have some footage coming up on 80 Sports soon. Hopefully, I don't know the policies, but if they let me bring in my camera and do some work, definitely be bringing in my microphone. Maybe we'll get some fan responses to what's going on. But I'm excited about that, and I'm excited to share my experience with you all. So to be able to see it, make sure you subscribe to 80 Sports. But some more on the Lakers. So Kyle Kuzma is finally... It looks like he's finally doing his thing. He's finally proving himself. So he led the Lakers to a big win over the Oklahoma City Thunder without AD and LeBron. This is huge because, like we said, literally last week on the show, said that he wasn't performing well with AD and LeBron, and he managed to hold it down while they were out. LeBron is out with a cold, and AD is out with a rib injury so Kyle Kuzma was able to hold it down he ended the night with 36 points Rondo of course gave him some help they combined for a total of 57 points and he had a season high of 21 points he set the tone in the very beginning of the game when he went six for six and Kyle Kuzma said that really helped him get into rhythm and they just balled out since then this win is also after Kuzma's 26 point performance in Dallas so 
it definitely looks like how Kuzma is getting into rhythm and he's finding himself. And maybe we wrote him off way too soon. That's what Coach Frank Vogel said. He believed it was only a matter of time before Kuzma found his rhythm again. And he's given him plenty of room to grow. So this is great for the Lakers if he keeps this outstanding performance up because it could really give them that extra oomph that they've been needing to, you know, pretty much secure them a spot in the championship. So, of course, go ahead and tweet me how you feel about this. Is this a bust? Are we getting too excited about it? Or is he is he the truth? In other NBA news, Kyrie Irving returned and he led the Brooklyn Nets to a 108-86 victory over the Atlanta Hawks. He had 21 points with four rebounds and three assists. James Harden passes a 20,000-point milestone in blowout win over the Timberwolves. That is a lot of points. James Harden is always out here straight balling, putting up points that no man can explain. (laughs) Um, Also, in NBA news, we are one month away from the NBA trade deadline. So, if you listen to my last episode, of course, you can go back and listen. But just be on the lookout. Andre Drummond is still looking for a home. Will he stay with the Pistons? Will he go somewhere? I'm thinking he's going to stay with the Pistons. But, of course, tweet me. Let me know what you think is about to go down in the NBA trade deadline. Okay, that was pretty much everything. Obviously not everything, but most of what's going on. On. So now we're going to take a quick commercial break. This is Chloe from the Vinci Vault. I just wanted to let y'all know that it's $10 off for any college student with a valid college ID. Book with me today. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Alan. Just letting y'all know I got my clothing brand, Ratchet City Apparel. We trying to, you know, get this all over the city. Let everybody know where the real Ratchet City is at. So, you know, just hit me up, support me. I got my Instagram page is at underscore Allen underscore Caldwell. You can get me on the Ratchet City app Instagram page at Ratchet City app. And you can get me on Twitter at app Ratchet. Just letting y'all know we got a special code for AD Sports. If you hit me with AD23, that's AD23, you can get $10 off your next purchase. So just hit me up and let's get it right. Stream Toasty on all platforms January 17th. What's up, YouTube? It's your boy, that boy, AJ. And just checking in to say, after you're done listening to 80s wonderful podcast, come over and watch some of my videos. All right, that boy, AJ, out. Back to AD. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> And we are back. Now it is time for the future as told by AD. As some of you obviously know if you listened to the last episode, this segment is basically me giving my picks, predictions, and all those good things. But on today's episode, since we had so much to talk about and what's going on, we're kind of running low 
on time so this is kind of a condensed version but here's what we got so i pick lsu over clemson because lsu has played stronger teams and i do believe that will be the key to their success so i'm definitely expecting lsu to bring home the natty not even bring home because they're already basically home but um bring home the natty and I'm excited about it because I really think that'll be the outcome. And I think Louisiana will be very pleased. And of course, another pick that I have in football this week, clearly, like without a doubt, the Chiefs over the Titans. I really hope I don't eat these words. Like maybe I shouldn't say it so confidently because I was pretty confident about the Ravens beating the Titans. So maybe I should calm down. But I definitely think the Chiefs have the best chance to beat them because Pat Mahomes, that's it, that's the tweet, Pat Mahomes. But Chiefs defense, I believe they will find a way to stop the running game. And Ryan Tannehill, he just, he'll get pummeled by Frank Clark, who in this past game against the Texans had three sacks against the Houston Houdini, which is very, very impressive because they don't call him the Houston Houdini for nothing. So if he was able to bring Deshaun Watson down three times, I definitely believe he can bring Ryan Tannehill down a couple more. All right, this next pick is kind of tough because I haven't actually decided. I'm looking at my outline and I'm like, Allison, which one you want to go with? But it's between the Packers and the 49ers. And if the Packers find a way to stop the run game and force Jimmy G to actually throw the ball, then they may have a chance. If the 49ers defense stops the run game and the passing games, then they definitely have a chance. So like I said earlier, if Jimmy G is having an on day, then the 49ers are going to win it. If Jimmy G is having an off day, then the Packers are going to win it. But I'm just going to assume that Jimmy G is going to have an on day because it's crunch time and we should definitely be having some on days by now. So I'm going to go with the 49ers over the Packers. Sorry, AJ. And last but not least, I'm going to pick the Lakers over the Rockets because with LeBron back from his call and Kyle Kuzma hopefully putting up the same types of numbers he's been putting up I'm definitely gonna go with the Lakers pulling off a win and hopefully maybe we'll get to see AD return maybe we won't but that's you know all a game time decision so I'm definitely gonna go with the Lakers over the Rockets you already know what time it is it is time for my favorite segment and that is AD and the AD stands for Damn. Damn. That's right. So in this segment, as you know, we'll be highlighting all the plays that made you be like, oh, damn. So basically, you already know that the first one I want to pop out is, honestly, it's not even just one play. It's the entire comeback of the Kansas City Chiefs. Middle blitz picked up. Left side throw caught. 10 Touchdown! Damian Williams! Touchdown! Kansas City on a quick shoot route to the running back for 17 yards and a touchdown! 
And you like apples? How about them apples? And that is the third for Kansas City. Mahomes takes the snap, steps up, being pressured, fires it late, touchdown! He dies! Touchdown! Kansas City on the near side! The Kansas City Chiefs have scored two touchdowns! 6.39 to go, second quarter. Sprint out action to the right side. Mahomes holding it, holding it. Now fires it late. Kelsey gets into the end zone, turning his left shoulder. Touchdown! Kansas City! 20 points in lightning fashion! Across the face of Mahomes, who sprints out to the left side. He's holding it. He's going to try to hold it. Throws it late. It is a caught in the... It's caught! Touchdown! Kansas City! The Chiefs take the lead! And Kelsey with another catch on a sprint-out run pass option again! And Kelsey gargling in the sweet nectar of the end zone. Three seconds in the fourth quarter. Big action fake. Left side throw. Touchdown, Kansas City. Blake Bell has never had a touchdown in his five-year NFL career, either in the regular season. This is his first. As I talked about earlier, the Chiefs came back from a big deficit, and they did that. And let me tell you, I was on my feet screaming. You can ask my entire family. I was in there screaming. Did a whole video and everything. Maybe I'll post it on Twitter or Instagram. But I was definitely excited. The next one we have is this beautiful, outstanding, wonderful catch by Janu Smith from Ryan Tannehill. That was the first touchdown of the night against the Ravens. Tannehill takes the snap. Pressure comes late. Tannehill throws the fade. Left side ball up and caught. Is it inbounds? Yes! Touchdown, Titans! Jonu Smith tips it to himself. What a play! What an outstanding play. First of all, what trust of Tannehill in his receivers. That What trust and then what a play. It was like a big debate in my house. We are like, did he catch that? And after watching all the cameras, like like the referees that we that we pretend to be, we did. He he did catch it, and that was very impressive. And I was not expecting the Titans to come out on jump like that. And last but not least, sadly, the last one we have today because of the time constraint. But we have D. Rosen committing a full-on crime on the court. From behind to swipe it over the top. I wish this was visual so you could see the reaction on the court from that one but the team was definitely going crazy after that and that's the end of the second episode guys thank you so much for tuning in thank you so much for the likes comments subscriptions all of it thank you so much just continue to follow our social media accounts our instagram is 80 sports underscore underscore and our twitter is 80 sports 14 you can also follow my personal accounts my personal account on instagram is allison 
A-L-L dot I-S-O-N-N. And my Twitter account is Allison Page underscore underscore. Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And have a great College Football National Championship Day. We out. Bye. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. <laughs>